Hi, girl. My name's Anella, a big fan from Australia. Um, just, I'm so excited that you guys have this voicemail thing so I can tell you guys how amazing and funny and adorable you are. Um, I've been a fan since the One Tree Hill podcast. Loved it. And love DOC one. I'm loving the PLL one. So glad you guys are back after your 100 year break. Um, so excited to listen to the new season and just want to say thanks so much for being a hoot and a half. And keep it up. You guys are so cute and I love listening to you guys. Um, send my love to Ingrid too. Have a great day. Okay, enough is enough, people. We are here for episode three. Wow. This is We Are Liars podcast, a pretty little liars podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. And we are discussing episode three titled My Name is Trouble. It aired June 28th, 2011, written by Oliver Goldstick and directed by Elodie Keen. In this episode, Spencer attempts to get Toby away from Jason. Lucas thinks Hannah has ulterior motives when she wants to help him with the yearbook. A delivers a fake letter to Emily's mom and the girls spy on Melissa. I love this episode. You did? I loved it. And I'm sad that we weren't together. We were remote today. I know. Doesn't make a difference. You guys are still going to have your enjoyment from us. But I was hooting and hollering, Liz. Like, I, <laughs> there were so many times I gasped, and I don't want to get ahead, but I just, like, was wow. obsessed with the Jenna Pottery thing. Like, I loved it. I loved it. And I, I, I gasped at one point, and my cat, Moish, like, got so startled and jumped off my lap. He's in here tonight, actually. He's uh, being a very good boy. He's being a very good boy, but I really liked this episode. I'm so happy. And yeah. next week, yeah, like, this whole Ren, Melissa, <gasps> Ian thing... What? is gonna unravel so soon so i can't believe ren is back ren and stimpy jaw was on the floor like <laughs> jaw was on the forewarning floor. obviously um if you watch this on hulu apparently the recap showed something with ren we watch on max so we didn't have anything spoiled also there wasn't even a, a previously on this no. week but those who watched on Hulu said there was like a tiny bit of a spoiler because they referenced Ren, which we haven't seen in so long. So people were like, what the hell is with that? Is it the same actor? Yeah, same, same guy. <laughs> Imagine if we got new Ren. <laughs> <laughs> just like new Jason. Yeah. Just like, oh, Jason's back. You're like, wait, that's not <laughs> the same person. New Ren. No, but uh, we will talk about Ren. I firstly just wanted to just, you know, shout out. Thank you for you peeps who have been listening for the past three weeks. We see you. We love you. And to keep the love fest going, we thought we'd read our last review so far. So if you yes. would be so kind as to write a new review so we could read it next week, we'd really appreciate it. But Michelle's going to start us off with a bang. This Yes. Uh, this Thank you so much. This is from Elizabeth 81890. I'm not lying about five stars. <laughs> I found Talking Texas Forever through the Lonely Boys and was patiently catching up so I could start We Are Liars. 
I've seen most of the series but fell off towards the end. This is definitely one of the more ridiculous and crazy of the teen dramas. I'm excited to rewatch with you and discover who A who is A. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah, so you think you know things, Michelle, but well, you have no idea. That's true, that's true. It's a secret I'll never tell. Uh thank you so much, Elizabeth. But the fact that seen most of the series but then fell off and still doesn't know who a is oh my god elizabeth you didn't google <laughs> that would have been like the first thing i would have done or have someone but tell me i feel and as i've teased to you even if you googled it i think you still have to like really search it would have been like because wait, it's so no. convoluted it's I, so convoluted right as you keep telling me mm-hmm. yeah oh but thank you so much elizabeth and thank like you said rate five stars leave us a review Please. Yeah. And you can even leave us a voicemail like you've just heard on oh. the top of the episode. How sweet was that from oh Anella? Oh my God. So sweet. And she's been with us since the Tree Hill Talk days. I know. And this is the first we're hearing. I know. So that just means so much. We really appreciate it. If you haven't heard, I'm sure you have, but we have a new phone number. The phone number is 631 631- Six zero zero three nine one six. If you have a special little love note for us, if you want to leave us a question, a review, anything you'd like, you can leave it on our voicemail and we will play it because it's so sweet. Thank you. We also have a new patron. We do. Hello, Megan. Megan, welcome. Welcome to Tell the us Total what Babe. Brought you to the network. Yes, please do. Welcome so much. Welcome so much. <laughs> No, we are welcome, but we're welcome you so much. I know. I just wanted to say uh, we're so glad you're part of the Total Betty fam is what I was trying to get at. You got it. Thank you. You finally got it. Thank you. We're good. Yeah, we're good. (laughs) All right. Let's start off with our mastermind, Spencer. She starts this episode having a nightmare, which it's like in a movie, the movie theater with old movies. And she's awoken to Melissa, who is desperately searching she can't find her wedding ring because Mm. she took it off her fingers Mm. are swollen because of pregnancy like the thing all women go through right and at this point she sees that melissa's phone is on the table so she kind of tries to sneak to see if she can see if uh, anyone's been texting and melissa's very much on high alert she's like um excuse you then at school, we have Tobifer. He's back again, even though he says last time was his last time at school, but he's still getting paperwork <laughs> for his GED. And he tells Spencer he's so excited because he got a job. And as I teased last week, this is with Jason. Yeah. As a carpenter, he's helping him do some stuff. Spencer is very, very hesitant because she's not comfortable with this. She doesn't really know what Jason's up to. She asks please don't even go in the house because i don't know what's in there and yeah. he's like okay i won't go in the house what do you think about this yeah i know well like even last week i was like i would like and i felt this way throughout this episode he can get on the inside he's the intel yeah. let him go in that house let him go in that house because right. to- toby wouldn't lie toby would definitely be like oh something's not right like i don't know i felt weird about this but I know. And there's a part of me that obviously, like, while I know it happens, it's very foreign to me still. But it seems like Jason's not very mean to Toby. You know, he seems like he respects him. He kind of understands, like, oh, people talk about you. You're misunderstood. Like, I get that. Also, like, please know, like, I never thought you killed my sister. Like, I've always thought that you were 
you know, an okay guy, I guess. And so I feel like they have a nice relationship. I know. And I also thought it was very interesting, like the tonal shift with Spencer around, with Spencer around Toby, around Jason. Jason was like a lot nicer to Spencer. With Toby around. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Without Toby being around. So that was interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, the whole purpose of Toby taking this job is because he needs to buy some supplies and a truck like ASAP because he was offered a job and the only way he could do it is to have his own truck. And so Spencer understands that, but she obviously wishes he wasn't working with Jason. And like we have this really awkward moment where Jason's like, who is that? Is that Melissa? And Spencer's like, why would you think I'm Melissa? And he says, well, she's been coming around a lot because you guys keep getting my mail. And everyone in the chat is like, Jason's such a bad liar. And I was like, I don't know. I believed it. I believed it too. It makes sense <laughs> to me. Right? I was like, I don't know. I believe it. They're next door neighbors. I felt like he gave that, <laughs> like he didn't stumble or anything. Right. I mean, and now to go back to like my confusion last week, in this episode, it's very clear that the Hastings and the De Laurentiis' house are across, like, next to each other. But then I'm assuming maybe Emily's is across the street. That's what I right? was thinking, too. I was going to talk and about Aria this again. And Aria is a whole mystery. We don't right. know where Aria is. And Hannah is somewhere. Oh, right. And Hannah right, is her. somewhere else. Maybe her and Hannah are close maybe. house distance or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So... Uh, after all that, she, Ma, Spencer heads home to see Melissa and kind of tells her, like, I know you know what I mean. I'm scared. Kind of saying, like, I know Ian could still be out there. This is freaking me out. I don't want to have to say it, but I would really love some protection from my sister. And she brings up a story about how she was bullied and how Melissa had her back back in the day. And Melissa really just does not want to talk to Spencer. I was I it's very heartbreaking. Was not into this at all. And especially Melissa who's pregnant and you're about to be a mother, your maternal side was not showing. No. At all. Not at know, all. And I wanted to talk to you about this too. I noted this in the chat when this part happened. We do a live chat by the way, if you yes, want to join our do. Patreon on Discord. Mike said what if Spencer's lying and she's delusional? And I was like, why would that? This sounds pretty traumatic. Like, why would Spencer lie about something like this? And then I'm like, should I be thinking about Spencer differently? Like, does this ever come out again? I guess you wouldn't tell me because that might be a spoiler. But I just found that <laughs> I don't know. Like, why would she lie about something like this? Right. And then also all of the other girls are on the defense of Spencer. You know, they're, they're right. saying we were there, we saw what we saw. And, you know, while they weren't there for that one moment where Spencer and Ian were alone, you know, they, they do believe what happened. I mean, they were on the phone with her. So like, it, you know, people do can back this up as, you know, as far as maybe like, no, but why would Spencer you know? lie about a childhood memory? Oh, that memory. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't. I should have oh. specified. No, and maybe I took that wrong in the chat of when Mike was talking. But like, she tells this whole story of how yes. when she was bullied and Melissa mm-hmm. stood up. Why would Spencer lie about that memory? Right. I. I think. I think Melissa obviously remembers it and just doesn't want to get into it. I agree. Or Melissa doesn't remember it. 
and also doesn't want to get into it. You know, like it right. it didn't seem like that far fetched of a story. It you know, for it a sounds, sibling to defend. And, right. And it sounds traumatic. And also, like, not for nothing, Melissa, someone did break into the house. Like, support right. your sister. Don't you two want to be together? Also, and I'm sorry, I'm rambling on, and I'm sure you want to move <laughs> no, on with good. the summary. No, I don't. We discover at the end that the Hastings have this fancy-ass large gate. I know. I've never noticed that before. So you're telling me that every time A is just jumping that fence, like just... I guess. And you have this gate... Or has it, a passcode. Does it have a passcode? Even if it has a passcode, couldn't we look at the log of like how many times it's being, mm. you know, punched in? And there's no cameras? If you have a gate like this and a passcode, we have no camera... Whatever. I will let yeah, it go. But totally. Wild. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> So after this conversation, it kind of ends where Melissa says to Spencer, like, please don't let me pick. Don't make me choose over you or my husband, which is really awful. Mm-hmm. Just fighting words because mm-hmm. there should be no. Uh, that's how, Spencer was just like, I f- need your protection and help because you're my sister and you're my blood and my family from someone who tried to hurt me. And Melissa really doesn't see it that way. And that's really unfortunate for her. Spencer then, as we said, sees Jason taping newspaper over the window upstairs to keep people from seeing in or maybe from people seeing out. How about you just get blinds? (laughs) Right. What do we have to be so specific with the newspaper? Yeah, it's really weird. I don't know if it's like, I don't really remember so is this for like renovation purposes? Like maybe you don't want to scratch the window. Like I don't really remember exactly what the purpose of this was, but it seems like it's very fishy and he doesn't want people looking in. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We then get a flashback, which I thought was a very important one, even though I don't remember it, but now I'm like, Oh yeah, maybe something happened there where Spencer and Emily are having a little sleepover and Allie's, runs over from next door because Jason's having this party and everyone there is obnoxious and she's telling them how, you know, Jason wants to be in his grandmother's will. And if she said one word, he, she would definitely take him out and kind of alludes to the fact that something maybe happened to her because she was the only girl there and she was like very specific. And yes, I was the only girl there. Of course I was. So it it seems to me like someone was very inappropriate with her and she breaks down, obviously not letting anyone see this, but the girls are very in tune and she kind of snaps out of it real quick and says like, oh, I'm just upset about my grandma. And Spencer recalls that night and she's like, I wonder what happened. Like, did Jason do something to her? Did someone do something to her? I feel like this was the first time in a flashback we saw Allie be so uncomfortable and vulnerable and yep. break down. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it made me really sad of really what happened. What did these boys do to you or yeah. boy or group or whatever? Mm-hmm. What yeah. happened? It was really upsetting actually to watch. Yeah. Kate had sent an email about how she never really like clock this scene Mm -hmm. and how important it is she didn't remember it was so dark and disturbing which i was like Mm -hmm. you're right like i there's so many flashbacks that 
it's hard to remember them all, obviously, and yeah, what's yeah. important to storyline you remember, but right. other things like this doesn't necessarily have to be. It just could just show that there was a lot of trouble going on in her house. Yeah. Yeah. And Spencer ends up then finding her sister's wedding ring behind the toaster. A very freshly cleaned cap uh, countertop, I felt, <laughs> said if the cleaning people were there, they obviously would have found the ring. So that's suspicious to me. Very suspicious. You know? Very suspicious. <laughs> she decides not to give it back to her sister, but to go to a pawn shop to trade it for some cash and at first I'm like what is she doing this for but then she gets the truck that Toby needs with the cash and Kathleen had asked did you ever do something like a grand gesture in the expense of someone else like in this scenario obviously it's Melissa but someone's doing something for Toby no no I can't say that I've ever done (laughs) anything like this and it's Especially as a teenager. No, of course not. And her going to this pawn shop and the guy's like very suspicious of her. I'm like, doesn't she look like a child to you? I mean, to me, she doesn't because I know that she's older as an actress. Like, I know that that she's older. So it's hard for me to put her as 17 or 16. But to the guy in real life, he should be like, uh, why would you have a huge diamond? And he is, but he's still like, well, I'm going to make my coin anyway. Right. I'm going to get my money. Resell this, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mike wants to know, have we ever gone to a a pawn shop? Um, Yeah. To to browse. I've never actually gone. Oh, you have? Yeah. You've never like sold and done a trade. No. I don't think I've ever been into a pawn shop, nor have I traded something in. Yeah. The concept yeah. is so, like, confusing. I mean, it's not confusing because you're, like, borrowing, essentially. Like, here, I'll get the money now, and then I'll come back for it. <laughs> right? Isn't that what it is? I mean, that's what it... On To be honest with you, I never... I, I honestly just thought it's, like, here, I'm, tell me how much this is worth worth I'm gonna yeah sell it to you and get the money and leave it the whole like this whole spencer deal coming back like on monday it. yeah I didn't really understand that to be mm-hmm. honest and he's like yeah yeah sure you will and then of course right. later on a gets the ring and he's like i knew it was stolen something suspicious about it but then she gives toby his present and this scene, he is so happy, obviously, and doesn't question where she got the money from <laughs> to buy this truck. Like, hey, you take your, par- your parents' money? I don't really think I'm comfortable with that, but whatever. I know this is sweet, and mm. the exchange I love you is I can't get on board. This, to me, is way too ridiculous and over the top that I'm not sold, even though I really like Tobifer. The, the truck situation yeah. is over the top? The yes. The, I totally get that. Yeah. Wait, it's so... Yeah, it kind of ruins it a little bit because it's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm accepting it, but I... Right. It didn't, like, make me go, I mean, oh my God. seeing them two, it's very sweet. It is. Very sweet. It's but very knowing sweet. the circumstance, you're like, could have been better, you know? Yeah. And then our last scene with the Hastings, Spencer... You know, over here is Melissa say something like, oh, well, when she's asleep, I'll come meet you, park down the block. And so we see Melissa go to a vehicle out in the street and the girls run behind her to, you know, 
try and catch a look. And wouldn't you know, it's Mr. Wren. Like, did not see that coming. I totally forgot that this was a thing. (laughs) I am shocked. Shocked. And so, Mr. Wren. Well, I remember I told you he wasn't on the island. Right. But, like, (laughs) I just was not a... Whatever. Uh, Mr. Wren is giving Melissa drugs? Well, prescription we drugs. He's giving her a bag of a brown bag of something. Spencer makes the kind of initiation of like I think it could be drugs to give to Ian because obviously he was hanging by his neck. <laughs> he must have some sort of I mean awful <laughs> infection. Or it's for her because she's a grieving, you know, mother or something, you know. You well, I guess be, she wouldn't if she was pregnant. Right, you have to be careful with that. Ren, was he a nurse? Doctor? Am I for... Doctor. And I, doctor. I just really forgot about that. Well, he was in medical school. I think he was just wrapping up medical school. And then Got next it. week you'll see, like, he's either a resident or something. Like, he's okay. a young doctor. <laughs> Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. On to Miss Anita, you know, if you will. (laughs) Anita over at Hollis College. She was so excited to tell the girls in the bathroom that she was uh, going to Hollis. They were all like, (laughs) look at each other like, pathetic. Like, just to take a course? (laughs) Just for funsies to to spy? Well, to take a course to be closer to Ezra, and then Spencer's like, "Oh, so is Jackie teaching it?" Like, obviously, we know, right. and, and Arya's like, "No, it's mostly to be near Ezra." Um, and then apparently, this story I think I've seen in the past, like the pottery is from the third book. So this does happen in the books where oh. Arya sees Jenna in a pottery class and befriends her under someone else's name and. I guess it happens this way. Um, But in this class, like I just said, Jenna is taking the pottery class. And Arya tells Ezra at home. And Ezra's, like, pretty sensible about it. He's like, okay, so you guys have history, but maybe you can, like, patch things up, grow. You're outside of high school, but yet you're still very much in high school. (laughs) He keeps pointing that out. She's like, you keep saying that. I'm like, well, at least he's saying it. I guess It doesn't really make a difference. I guess. (laughs) But he tells her, he's like, maybe you guys can just make amends, befriend each other. But Arya doesn't go that route. She decides to, you know, trick her and pretend to be someone else. And then at the end of class, I guess Jenna asks Anita to help her with her art. And she makes this hot vase I guess with kind of like little holes in it so that when you put a candle in it and you spin it around the light shines and it's really cool and Jenna opens up very much to Anita about what it's like to be blind and be able you know being able to see and now she can and she breaks down and you see Arya crying because she's very much responsible for Jenna's blindness you know to a point and so she asks Aria, can you describe what you see? And as Aria starts talking, Jenna's like, um, no, <laughs> I know who you are. In the chat, people are like, oh, Jenna's working Aria so much. And I'm like, she does not know it's her. I love this so much. The whole 
The whole build of it was she's like, come closer, light the candle. What do you see? (laughs) And I was like, this is so fun. This is why this show is fun to me right now. Because Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. we know what she doesn't know yet or maybe she does. We're still like on, you know, and the whole like Jenna first talking about how I thought she actually was playing her. They would be smart and her saying she could see figure like she could see shadows. Also, I'm pretty sure in the past she said she's noticed Arya's perfume. Well, I was going to say that, right? Like all of your other senses would be heightened. So I was like, either she's really effort. I kept going back and forth. She's playing her. She's not playing her. But then she gets very vulnerable. I'm like, she's got to smell her. You got to have a presence about her. Mm hmm. Yep. And of course, her voice, like, are you, oh man, I love right. it like, so much. I loved you it. can't mistake Arya Montgomery's voice. And Jenna's so enraged, obviously. And she tells her to get out. Actually, Mike wants to know have we ever taken a pottery class? Yeah, I took it as senior senior year of high school is one of my class, my courses. You took it in high school? Yeah, because senior year I finished everything, my credits, so I took all fun things, and one of them was pottery. That is fun. I took it in college. I had a really nasty professor, but I did oh. enjoy the class itself. It was yeah. much, much, much harder than you, I anticipated. So I took pottery one, which was just working with clay. I didn't get on the wheel. Pottery two was the wheel. You know, I didn't do the wheel. We just yeah. did like our own sculpting with yeah. the tools. I had to like go down to like the village in Port Jeff and buy like a very specific like tool set for this class, which I'm like, I at this point, obviously, it's like early 2000. <laughs> so like now you can order it on Amazon, I'm sure for cheaper. But at that point, he, they were like, no, you need to buy this specific like $100 kit. Oh, my god! For this fucking class. Yeah. Wow. And he was such a dick. I will not name his name because I'm not sure about his first name. So mm. but he was mean. And I remember the girl who did my hair at the time was like, I had him. He's such an asshole. And she tells me that at the end of the semester, like you had to, your final project was what you've been working on this whole time. And she's like, mine was amazing. It was beautiful. And then they get to bake it in the, you know, oven. And he burned hers (gasps) and destroyed it. So he had to give her an A. And I was like, you motherfucker. I think I ended up getting like a B minus or a C. And I worked my ass off and it was so hard. And he still would just like, I don't remember if there was tests. Like, how could there be tests in pottery? Do you remember what you made? I did. It was pretty ugly. I don't know where it is. It was just like a a vase that kind of looked like that, like the outer edges. Don't ask me why I chose that design. It was quite hard to do, but I guess at the time I thought it was going to be easy. Yeah. And it was really hard. Do you remember what you did? Oh, yeah. I made a bunch of bowls, and then I made a Christmas platter with like a snowman landscape that I gave to my mom for Christmas and she still puts it out. I'm not really Aww. proud of like, you know, it, lo- like it, best looks, work. it looks like a child made it in. But my mom still displays. She sent me actually a picture in her bedroom. She's like, I started decorating for the holidays and it's, <laughs> it's a painting of two birds in a winter scene and I probably did it when I was like, I don't know, four, thir- 14. It's not bad, but it's also like, okay, this isn't great. She's like, I love this That's so much. So I'm like, mom, we got to get you different. That's so sweet. Oh, yeah, mom saves everything. But she kept that and she hung it. She hangs it oh, every yeah. Christmas. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I love that. Britt wants to know 
at this point, do you think Jenna can see? Because you've toyed with it back and forth with, (laughs) you think she might, sometimes you don't think she can. What do you think at this moment? Yeah, well, like I said, this whole pottery class, I was like, oh, she's toying, she knows, but then she broke down. I I actually believed her how vulnerable she got, and she got super mad. I don't, I'm thinking, oh gosh, I don't know. Here, okay, When, when she walked from her station over, to or maybe she was I don't know where Jenna was walking from but she walked over to her station or the display where she was like I need you to clean everything off she got there with no issues Mm -hmm. yeah so um, yeah um (laughs) that might be a mistake on the writers we're not supposed to pay attention to that I'm Mm -hmm. gonna say she can see a little bit okay you heard it here the last part with Ezra and Arya is, you know, they're so excited to meet up in public. And then it's like they forgot they were in public <laughs> and they kiss each other. And of course, Jackie sees. Yeah. Out of all oh. people. Oh, out of how, all people. How convenient, Jackie, mm-hmm. to be there. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just keep thinking like when Ezra goes out with his colleagues and everyone's like bringing their partner and then he, oh, I'm sorry, mine can't get into the bar. Oh, mine's in high school. Yeah. I just don't think anyone knows besides his friend Hardy. <laughs> right? But like I'm, I'm thinking like future wise, you know? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there will be for this season, it's a lot of like, you know, now that you're not my teacher, what's going to happen? You know, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Gross. Gross. Yeah. Okay. Over to Hannah, who I feel like she's struggling the most being without the girls. Like she seems to. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's going back to her old ways and she's shoplifting, shoplifting with Mona and. Yeah. Her dad, of course, is not making it any better because he's still in town. And Ashley's like kind of warming up to the idea. She's even buying his favorite dairy-free creamer. Mm-mm. And Hannah's no fool. She's like, Mom, I don't like what's happening here. And Ashley's like, people, you know, can grow and can change. Just give your dad a chance. He is trying. And then Tom admits later on to Hannah that things between him and his fiance are like, not so great right now. And Hannah's like not really upset. She's like, whatever. I don't really want to talk about it. And then she sees her parents t- laughing and having a good time. And she's like getting this glimmer of hope that maybe they can work things out. And so when Isabel, her, the fiance, texts Tom to apologize, Hannah deletes it. <gasps> yeah, girl. Hannah. She's so spicy in this episode. She's very, she's loving all of the t- the drama. She's like, yes, Emily, be a bad girl. Like, <laughs> Hannah's being the devil. She's being the devil. I know. Yeah. That text, though, how did you take that? Because you would think she'd want her dad out of the house, but then she sees, like, her dad and her mom having a moment. I think it was, I don't know if it was a surprise when her parents got divorced for her. Like, I don't know what her house was like. You yeah. know, a year or two from now, a year or two, you know, prior to now. Yeah. So I don't know if she like thought this was abrupt and she wasn't obviously mentally and 
prepared for it. I don't know. Like, obviously, she did at one point have a relationship with her dad, and then he moved out and told her he would be there for her, but kind of doesn't really make do of that promise. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But uh, then at the end of the day, it's always like, well, you want your parents together, right? Right. Isn't that, and if they're getting but along, not if they're toxic. Right, but you if know? they're having moments and you see like a glimmer of hope, I can imagine mm-hmm. getting swept up in that. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Also in this episode, Hannah is eating alone and Lucas, who is roomies with Caleb these days, which we didn't see him this week, but we'll see him next week. I love that he took them him in and his parents are letting Caleb stay there. Is Caleb in I school? Know. Where is he? I guess. Maybe he's just like not around. I guess they couldn't you know, yeah. didn't want to utilize sure. him in this episode, sure. but you know, he is going to school and Lucas tells Hannah, like, I'd love to hang out with you, but like, I got a lot of stuff to do. I got to go to your book. And he's like, feels badly. He, so he says, you should come and help out. And so she does come and she notices that Lucas is crushing on this girl named Danielle. And he's like, she doesn't even know my name. She doesn't know I exist. So Hannah goes over and to make him seem more desirable, she like tells her that, you know, Lucas is this really good photographer and like she's got a crush on him or she had a crush on him. Yeah, and like the I'm entire like, does, 11th grade does this did. ever work? I know. I was wondering, it's just so cliche that we see in TV. Like, he has a wild side. I wanted to be with him, but he turned me down. Right. It's so cliche for a teen trope, but also this, I feel like, would never work in the real life. Like, no. this would not make me want someone more if a girl's coming over and telling me how, like, know. you know, he he's, you can't catch him, basically. Uh, you can't catch him. Right. You know? Yeah, no. Okay, lastly, we have to talk about Emily, who, as we know, is still so desperate to stay in Rosewood, and she contemplates writing a letter from the scout to show her mother. She's got, like I said, Devil Hannah on one side and, like, Angel Arya on the other, and Hannah's like, do it, and Arya's like, don't do it. It's not a good idea to lie to your parents. Like, Arya knows firsthand if, you know, to keep stuff from your parents, so Emily does write the letter but she chooses not to send it she immediately rips it up and puts it in the garbage can and then we have a really sweet moment between her and Pam where Pam's like reminiscing about her childhood she brings down a box of Emily's like baby clothes and stuff and just breaks down and says to Emily like I can't imagine what you were going through like you had to hide who you were it was really special I love Pam in this episode so much and also It just seems like Pam is also not wanting to move either. Right? I know she probably obviously misses her husband, wants to be near him, but like this is where they've, you know, Emily has grown up. Her height chart was on the wall there. Her baby boxes in this house, like she grew up there. And so I'm sure that's really hard for Pam. It's obviously very hard for Emily. Yeah. You know, and they they just have a really, a really sweet moment. And Emily is feeling regret but ultimately she doesn't regret anything until much later when pam does get the letter that a must have like recopied and sent to her and in the garbage is a's note of like you know can't can't make fun of you if you're not in rosewood so you got to stick around right i mean yeah yeah called that 
Kat wants to know, what do you think Emily's plan is now that her parents think she's going to Danby? How will she get out of it? Will she go to Danby eventually? I kind of feel that this is going to be one of those things where she's like, oh, my God, I'll figure this out later. But we're not mm-hmm. moving and I have to focus on other things. And then it's going to be uh, a, like, a, oh, they changed their mind I'm not actually going to Danby. And then they'll be right. like, you so, have the letter, but mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. So we'll kind of like work out and Emily wouldn't really get that much in trouble. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't really remember. I remember some things, but yeah, <laughs> not a lot about that. And I mean, that's my, my summary. Your summary. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I apologize for my the Rosewood shop last week, which when we come back from break, I will read. But Mike had clarified it was uh, Chere. <laughs> so stay tuned for my ice cream flavor. <laughs> okay, we hope you enjoyed your break. At this time, I would love to share with you the Rosewood Shop, which is sent in by listener and patron Michael. He pairs an ice cream flavor with the episode at hand. This is a tradition. We started back in Let's Talk OC days. So if you're familiar, um, that's where it came from. And he was so gracious as to send us emails for this podcast. So uh, even though I butcher the flavor names, but this week he said he did an easy one because... You know, he felt my pain. So it's a Hagen dazs mango raspberry. Oh. Which delish. 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 Um, he said mango ice cream with swirls of red raspberry. The swirls of red represent the redness on the liar's faces due to embarrassment or anger. Emily is a little red in the face after A stole her fake letter and sent it to her house. Arya, or should I say Anita, is a little embarrassed for lying about her name as if Jenna wouldn't recognize her voice. However, no one's face is going to be redder than Spencer's once she finds out the ring is gone. The mango is a good touch for this episode because it represents Ezra who got a new job. So why doesn't the man go away? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I love it. The mango away. He should go away. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. Thank you. He wasn't as triggering in this episode, but no. Yeah. I mean, not that. Yeah. I have a question for you. What did you mean by like, at least he showers and she doesn't? It's icky. <laughs> I meant, I just meant like it was weird that like Ezra was the only one that had showered. Not that Arya is like stinky or icky that way. I just meant like, I don't know, like in, when you're in a relationship, like it's not usually one person that's showering. You know what I mean? So it's like. It was obvious. It's, it was obvious to me that they were making it sh- to show, like, oh, these people have not slept together. To me, like Ezra had a shower, he got all like relaxed for bed, and Arya's like very much still in her clothes. Like it just was weird. I am I, I the only one that thought that way? Like well, they didn't shower together, kind of thing. Well, yes, <laughs> but I also thought it was just weird to show him showered. Yes, I also it was a weird choice. Why did it was we do not, that? that's what I mean. Like it just why did we choose this? Why did we choose it? Right. 
Okay. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, who do you think your MVP was this week? My MVP is Pam. Yeah, same. I I loved her and the progress she's made. And she was just like really sweet. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. And I almost picked Lucas too. Because yeah. I felt like mm-hmm. it was nice to see him like accept Hannah again mm-hmm. in his life. And, you know, he felt bad for her. And also he's taken in Caleb. Yeah. The taking in Caleb. It's cute. It's so cute. It's so cute. So cute. So <laughs> I was cute. on the chat. Mike's like, it's been a minute since we've said so cute. If you're an OG, you know, okay? I mean, I say it in my daily. I just probably haven't said it on the pod in a while. No, we haven't. Yeah. But it's so cute. So cute. <laughs> what about a shittiest? Uh, yeah, it's Melissa for me. That's a great choice. I picked Hannah. Okay. Because I felt like she meddled a little too much. Mm-hmm. She was, you know, she was playing the devil too much in this episode for me. But Melissa, totally. Yeah, I mean, Melissa's up to her own whatever she's up to, but she didn't have to be so mean to Spencer. And I, mm-hmm. I just didn't like right. it. Like, why do you want to be in the barn by yourself? Right. Like, aren't you afraid? I'm sorry. You're pregnant. Your, par- your parents aren't around. Like, I know. Her, safety in numbers. And like, spoiler, like next week, the parents are not around either. So it's like, obviously, the parents are just not around. So yeah. you only have each other. It's just weird. It's very weird. Yeah. Yeah. What would you give it on a cringe? I wasn't really cringed out. I have to be honest with you. Same. I, I'm We're g- like three for three with this season. Yeah, but even lower than last week, unless I'm forgetting something, I would say maybe like even a one just because yeah like, i would say a one pretty little liars is cringe all the time always but this was like a tinge of cringe it was a tinge of cringe oh my god a tinge of cringe tinge of cringe that's perfect yeah tinge of cringe yeah just a tinge just a tinge do you have to mention yeah. i feel like we'll appreciate the abs going on <laughs> i don't want to like you know I know. Focus too much about it because, you know, he's just a nice person and we don't need to sexualize him. We don't. But the abs were absolutely gorgeous and insane. And then you have Jason, which I'm like, what? The two men, you guys, what is happening? And like, I can't take it. We, I couldn't, in a good way. Yeah, we can compliment. <laughs> just good looking. Bravo. Good looking dudes. Bravo to them. <laughs> yeah and then then i'm thinking well poor ian who is ezra like did he feel like he had to spray paint those abs on because he felt inferior (laughs) obviously we don't feel that way but like you know you get in your head about shit and you compare yourself to others and like if you're walking around next to toby like (laughs) oh my goodness he's cut from stone uh cut he he literally is edward cullen but like i know like, someone, like imagine laying on his cold ass body <laughs> someone came in and body. sculpted him like chiseled <laughs> chiseled that beautiful mm-hmm. marble stone it's it's yeah very nice hairless and gorgeous you know how i like them seals <laughs> you, the smoother the better uh not to to change subjects from complimenting the men on this show but but the blood. Oh yeah. The the as you said, it was like period blood. <laughs> it looked like 
like a period pad that just it like did. <laughs> rolled out on the grass. And he's like, haha, I caught myself. And I'm like, to me, it didn't seem like an absurd amount of blood Same. to like question. Same. It was just like, some and I guess cotton. that's why I like forgot about it. You right. Know? And again, it wasn't like, and I think they did that on purpose. Like, oh, let's make him even look more suspicious. But it really wasn't that much blood, but it made me laugh. I, because the music was so intense. <laughs> And so they're telling us like, oh, my God, Ian's up to no good. And I'm like, guys, this is like, you know, a little yeah. bit of blood. Agreed. It's a cuticle tear. It's no big deal. <laughs> right? It's just like you got a paper cut. Like to me, it yeah. didn't look all that bad. But, you right. know, Jason's like, oh, I know Everything it looks bad, but it's not bad. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. All right. So we're going to get into the title for next week. I have a little secret wow. and th- we'll be done. I mean, we're going to be on to episode four again, uh, again, uh-huh. already, I should say next week. So the title for two four is blind dates. Okay. And my secret. I've got a secret. I've got a secret. I've got a secret. On the theme of dates, there is a double date next week including hannah and caleb (gasps) i literally got chills y'all i'm such a nerd this is what i wanted to give you some positivity but blind date okay so predict about that and then we can go into some other stuff okay so i'm curious if lucas sets them up like hey they have more talks while they're working on photography at the yearbook club and Either he stages like, hey, come hang out with me or or this includes Danielle. Danielle and Lucas go out with Hannah and Caleb mm-hmm. and it's a group good hang. Thoughts. A good old group, group hang. hang. Good old total buddy group hang. So I think that's what's happening there. It's a group hang. Yeah. I'm. What's happening with Spencer in the ring? Well, that ring is showing up to Melissa. Whether she's going to find it in the barn, she's going to find it in an envelope sent to her. She's going to find it like underneath the couch cushion. It's being found 100%. I mean, A A bought it and A will give it back. Mm. But then what's weird about that is nothing really bad happened from it. Like Spencer well, got it. Yes, you know but... Saying? You know, the fact that Spencer pawned it is bad. So Melissa, right. knowing that her sister tried to right. pawn her ring, that I'm, definitely has some repercussions. Of course. I'm just wondering how that will be, how Melissa will find out about that. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think Melissa, Melissa 100% is getting the ring back. I don't know if it'll be with like, a le- I don't know how that will, but she's getting the ring back. And she will find out about Spencer. I'm just like curious how, because A wouldn't write a letter to to Melissa. I don't, because as far as like, isn't A only kind of messing with the girls? Yeah, but wouldn't you know Spencer being on Melissa's bad side still mess with her? Yeah, but yeah. I don't know, but Melissa would be like, I got this weird letter. I don't know. I don't think it's going to come in letter form. Someone's going to tell her, I saw your sister 
I don't, I don't know how that's going to go down, but I, I can't wait to yeah. find out. I'm very curious in these mysterious shadows in Ian's house. Now, in Jason's house. Jason's house, I'm sorry. No, I'm curious. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm curious of who the shadows. It's very interesting of like, or is that Jason's shadows? But sometimes I feel like we see Jason outside and then we see the shadows in the room. So I'm like, who else is in that house? And I guess it it would be interesting if it was. Right. Ian, and Spencer's but- like, oh, I didn't know you were living with someone. He's like, I'm not. Right. Right. So we, yeah, we all see it. We all see it. It's like, oh, it's my cousin from, you know, Jersey visiting. <laughs> Here's Brad. Yeah. Brad De Laurentiis. Brad. Yeah. That's a good name. I know. <laughs> I can't wait for cousin Brad to show Brad up. De <laughs> Brad De <laughs> Well, yeah. What else do you think will happen next week? Anything else? Well, I mean, Ezra and Aria. I wonder, can you answer me this? Yeah, what's with the Jackie situation? Is Aria over the pottery class? Was that a one and done? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. So that was just to establish that that whole situation. And now that like Jenna has, I guess, something on her. Yeah. And Jackie. Hmm. Maybe she'll say something to Ezra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just more I'm just more excited for this double date. I'm sorry. You should have never said that. Cause, like that's what I'm hyper focused <laughs> on. <laughs> and that's OK, because yeah. that's all we needed to hear. Yeah. From your predictions. We, you did a great job. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I think you'll be pleased with I, next I week's episode. Yeah. 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 Um, TBD next week. We will see you then on Blind Dates. I don't think it's more than one, but I don't know why they called it Blind Dates. Oh, maybe like Blind, like Jenna. But Jenna, right. Right. You know? Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much for listening and downloading. And again, if you haven't wrote a review and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please consider it. That would help us out so much. If you're interested in joining our little Patreon fam, the link is always in the bio for the episode. Come join us. You can Discord chat with us. On the first episodes of the month, we record live so you can see us live. And it's a fun time. So join us please we're not like a cult join us no we always say like join us but not in a creepy way it's we it's just like, want to have friendship i know hugs, that's, it, that's it it's just like a giant <laughs> friendship group chat that you want to be a part of because we have the best patrons ever best the best ever yeah all right until next week see you later Thank you so much for listening to We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast. You can email us at weareliarspod at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram and search Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty podcast produced and edited by Alyssa Tenio and Michelle Rubenstein. Music by Anthony Vacora.